Hey everyone, welcome to the show. As I'm sure you guys have all heard by now, the United Auto Workers Union is on strike. They're targeting the three big automakers, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. Um, what you may not have heard or what you may have heard a different version of is the story of the workers themselves, how they're struggling, how they're actually being treated by the company, what they've given up for the country, for the company over the years that they're just trying to get back to, um, just get back to, to center. Um, you guys know, I watch and read a variety of media from far right to the middle to the far left. And what I've noticed from the right and the center is a disturbing story meant to gin up sympathy for the corporate elites. The, the people who are trying to quash the rising labor movement in this country. So, for example, in an MSNBC segment, they claim that these auto workers are already making around $45 an hour. So the 40% increase that they're asking for would put them in the $60 an hour range for income. Now, if you hear that, as an average American, hear it, you think, these workers are just being greedy, right? I don't want the price of cars to increase because of their selfishness. I mean, first of all, the fact is a very, very tiny fraction, like something like 5% of the cost of the car is from labor. So it's not going to increase even if their pay increases. And the truth is these workers are not making that much money. These reporters are getting their talking points straight from the corporations who are fighting against these workers. They are manipulating the facts. They're factoring in like entire packages, like your entire employee compensation package, like insurance and things like that. That's not your living wage. And people who literally make tens of millions of dollars every year are sitting on their asses in air-conditioned offices, taking two-hour lunches, most likely, you know, vacationing in exotic locations when, when they're not at their third or fourth home. And these are the people who are putting out these talking points and boo-hoo-hooing. Now, luckily, the awesome reporters at Status Coup have been on the ground and they've been talking with these workers. So here is what's really going on with some of these workers and how they're feeling, how they're barely surviving. Check this out. What for you is the, the main reason uh, you wanted to go on strike? Is it the wages, tier system? Uh, what's the core issues for you? Uh, pretty much the wages. Uh, I currently work two jobs, so I want to uh, kind of like, you know, not do that to support my family. But yeah, I'd rather just work the 10 hours and go home with my family instead of leaving here and going somewhere else to do another job. So in a typical day, how many hours you work in between the two jobs? Uh, I'm more so I work like a Thursday through Sunday thing. So it's like, it's like 16 to 17 hours a day sometimes. Watching these kids come in here, I work around a lot of kids that are really new to careers and whatnot. And coming in at $17 an hour and we know what the cost of living is now. You you can't even have an apartment. You still got to live with your parents or have 50 million roommates and that's not enough. It's not for what we do. It's not enough. It weighs on your body after a long period of time. So yeah, they really deserve to at least have a better starting wage. So $15 an hour in this economy, gas, groceries, 
uh, you must be really stretched economically to pay the bills. Stretched is not the word. You know, we need better wages. We need at least a $10 raise for all the work that we do. We do a lot in my department and we're just underpaid and overlooked. And I don't think it's fair. And I think it's about time that we fight for our rights. So here's the issues. Here's why the UAW should be striking. During the 20 or 2008 recession, these workers agreed to take major pay cuts. They also agreed to take cuts to their hours just to try to save their jobs, just to try to keep these companies afloat. That was on top of us as taxpayers bailing these companies out with our tax dollars. And in the past few years, these automakers have made record-breaking profits. Jacobin News um, reported that in just the first six months of this year, they have already made $21 billion in profit. Not gross income. That is sheer profit. $21 billion in six months. And the executives have had no problem giving themselves massive raises. They have received a 40% pay increase. And then on top of all that, they approved $5 billion in stock buybacks. So that inflates the price of the company's stocks, whereby handing a huge profit to their shareholders. And meanwhile, you have these people, like I said, crying on TV about having to share the wealth with the people who are literally doing the work, with the people who are busting their asses day in and day out so they can make $30 million a year. Take a look at this video. You've seen a 34% pay increase in your salary. You make almost $30 million. Why should your workers not get the same type of pay increases that you're getting leading the company? Well, if you look at uh, compensation, my compensation, 92% of it is based on performance of the company. So, you know, let's see this woman get down there on the assembly line, right? I mean, I wouldn't want her to break a nail, but at a $30 million a year salary, I think she can probably afford it. She could probably have a live-in manicurist, right? $30 million. Seriously, what the hell? does this woman do that is worth that kind of money? There is no way she works harder than that father who you saw in that first video working two jobs. Absolutely no way. And think about this, guys. Let's, let's, say, let's say she puts in the amount of time that he does. Let's be generous, right? I don't buy it, but let's pretend that she actually works more than an average person. I did the math on her salary. Okay, if she was working seven days a week, as some of us do, she is making $82,000 a day, $82,000 every single day. Most people don't make that in a year, right? And even someone who's saving lives doesn't deserve $82,000 a day. What the hell does this woman do? You know, and these corporations need to realize they have gotten away with murder for far too long. We, the people, are not going to upset, accept this absolutely obscene income inequality in this country anymore. So here are some things that the union workers are asking for. 
UAW President Sean Fain said that they want, quote, $2 for every $1 million spent on by Ford on stock buybacks, special dividends, and increases to normal dividends. They're also asking for a 40% pay increase to match what the executives got, and they're demanding a four-day work week. As of now, you know, they're strategically striking at specific facilities, but they vowed that they're going to expand the strike if the companies don't come to the table. They say they want a legitimate offer by this Friday or they're going to ramp things up. And check this out. This is something I wasn't aware of. Uh, these stock buybacks that these companies are doing to artificially boost their, their company's value, according to Jacobin, quote, the U.S. government banned such stock buybacks as market manipulation until 1982, when President Ronald Reagan's administration legalized them as part of his deregulatory Reagan revolution. Why am I not surprised? I, people wonder why I hate Reagan so much. He was all about corporate greed at the expense of workers. Look at how he treated the air traffic controllers when they went on strike. And speaking of greedy, corporate-loving presidents, um, if people care about union power and worker power, they would never in a million years consider voting for Trump. His administration was completely anti-union. They refused to lift a finger when corporations committed flagrant acts of union busting. And in a recent MSNBC interview, Trump refused to say if he backed the workers or the automakers. He was asked several times he refused to answer that question. He also bashed the UAW leadership. And so UAW President Sean Fain returned the favor. He was asked recently what he thinks because Trump said that instead of taking part in the next Republican debate, he's going to go visit the picket line. Fain said in a statement, quote, every fiber of our union is being poured into the fighting the billionaire class and an economy that enriches people like Donald Trump at the expense of workers. We can't keep electing billionaires and millionaires that don't have an understanding what it is like to live paycheck to paycheck and struggle to get by and expecting them to solve the problems of the working class. And here's the thing. I was pissed about how Biden handled the rail worker strike, but I give credit where credit is due. His National Labor Relations Board has implemented some of the best union workers policies in years. I'll do a show about it sometime. I'll let you guys know, um, you know, what what I find to be really beneficial to workers and, and why I like the way overall that, that, that his NLRB is functioning. Um, but yeah, overall, Biden wins hands down when it comes to labor support and union support. So I will let you guys know when and if I hear anything new and exciting with this strike. Um, but again, they've given them a deadline of Friday to come to the table with something realistic or they're going to ramp up the pressure. Oh, well. All right, guys, I will let you know. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share, please subscribe, please become a donor if possible. 
Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon. 